0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul, and I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with the uh, third and final part of our uh, Star Wars series that we're doing here. Um, at least the series that we're doing for now. Yeah, um, we'll come back. We've talked about this to go and do the prequels at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't decided when, but for some reason <laughs> we both are like curious. Like I don't think we remember enough, so it's got. I got to go back and confirm like what's bad about those movies. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I like know a lot about what's wrong with the first one. Mm-hmm. or episode one but yeah and i was just talking to luke about it the other day but apparently have you heard about like this super
0: cut of uh episode three? Oh, someone like re-edited like the movie or something
1: yeah and then they like inserted like a few uh scenes from the clone war show that like kind of Put more oh, context weird. into like things that happen. Yeah, in I don't that know if movie. I would like that necessarily, but I yeah, feel like that would be a little jarring. It would be a little jarring. <laughs> yeah, I mean the context. Obi I guess. wants a clay man. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it'd be kind of weird. But yeah, apparently uh, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah,
0: I mean it'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I think I think I'd be able to get past it at a certain point, but yeah, it'd be a little strange. yeah for sure. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll go, we'll go back and do that at some point and then find, uh, like, a comic, a Star Wars comic that relates to that like that era of Star Wars and then yeah. go along with those at some point. Mm-hmm. What we've been doing lately, if this is your first episode joining us, we're, we're going back and reading the Gillen uh, Vader run. So go back and listen to the two episodes before this one to listen to uh, the start of that run. We're going to actually be able to finish that today because the run was 25 issues. So we'll be doing issues uh, 16 through 25 today, which will close out at least that first run. Um, Gillen does go on to do a uh, an, uh, Doctor After for a book after this yeah um so it does kind of continue on that way and i'm like i'm all for that because the issue the story's the best when afra's in it which is kind of one of my complaints that we'll talk about later yeah um, because afra's barely in this week's segment but that's right yeah um and then, obviously, the movie that we're talking about today is going to be Return of the Jedi, the final conclusion of the original trilogy, which we had some thoughts on as well. We'll get to that very shortly here. Um, what we're going to be doing next week is we're going to be doing uh, a couple weeks of Vision and the Scarlet Witch. We'll be digging into that uh, uh classic run of... Uh at least that's what the comics call. It. I keep calling this show that, too. Yeah. Even though, again, they have not given her the name Scarlet Witch yet. But, yeah, so that'll put us in a spot where we can review, like, we'll do the first episode. We'll talk about, like, WandaVision from the first episode up till now and just kind of the gist of it. And then we'll finish that conversation uh, the week after when we can talk about the finale along yeah. with it. Uh, so that'll just get us uh, real quickly through that. I think that's the, one of the, that's the best way to talk about shows like that, especially mm-hmm. where it's all about, like, the mystery and, like, you know, talking about episodes in a bunch
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: um we'll probably do something like, you could
1: speculate all you want but yeah it's at the end of the day you might as well just wait till it wraps
0: up yeah you'll have a lot more to talk about in yeah. my opinion um so that's probably what we'll do for when uh, falcon and the winter soldier rolls around so that show starts at the end of march but we probably won't get around like to it for like a month after that so yeah uh but that's our plans moving forward after vision and the scarlet witch i think we talked about maybe doing ninja turtles it's still pretty much up in the air yeah uh, it's pretty we'll, we'll decide when we get closer yeah Oh, real quickly here again, I do want to call out, if you want to see what we're going to be doing uh, for the week after that Vision one, um, go and follow us over at Agents of Podcast on Twitter, because that's where I'll always, that's where I post the schedule pretty much, that's the only place it goes up,
1: Yeah, <laughs> besides
0: <laughs> listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's where to keep up with that, just so that if you want to read ahead and see what we're doing, uh, you can stay ahead of it uh, there. Um, I think if, if we uh, end up doing Ninja Turtles, we'll probably end up doing that Eastman run. We'll probably start there. I mean, that's the best place to start with, like, the modern one. Gotcha. Um, I've started reading those. A lot of those comics are pretty dope. Really? It's just, like, it, it, I've it, heard good it feels like reading Daredevil comics, honestly, so I was like, hey, I'm right at home.
1: Yeah, like, some random pages and, like, uh, panels I've seen, they look awesome, But and I've heard the some of the stories are really good. Mm-hmm.
0: And we get to watch uh, a bunch of pizza-eating turtles in the 90s. Yeah, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen those in forever. Yeah, but yeah I love those. They're on game. HBO. Yeah, they're like all of them, or just
0: yep, all of them. I love. Oh, really? Yep.
1: Was there? A, there wasn't a TV show, was there? Was uh, the there might
0: have been. I don't know if it was related to the same universe. I, I could don't be think wrong. So, though. yeah, I know for sure there's three movies, um, with with those three. So okay. that's something I'd like to cover. Yeah, for sure. Um, at some point, I do want to come back and do uh, finish our Superman thing at some point too. Yeah, we watched the first two Superman movies. We got to do the second two. Yeah, because it's going to get worse and worse, and I want to get to that point. My goal for this podcast is to talk about those movies that are so bad, just no one watches them. Oh, yeah. So we can find out what they are. Oh, for sure. (laughs) We have to know what happens. No, they're hidden gems. No one talks about Superman 4, and I'm like, what happens? Okay, did they make... Four, so they made four of
1: those in the seventies and eighties. Yeah,
0: Christopher Reeves is in four of them,
1: and then the pseudo like still continuation of that universe was like the the Kevin Spacey. Oh, I guess technically there is like, five,
0: yeah, because then there is the yeah, um, but four
1: Christopher Reeves ones.
0: Uh, yes, okay, gotcha. Right. Uh, so, so we'll d- at least do that, or or maybe if we have time, do it at a, a three parter Oh, then we have to do that movie with uh, I don't Spacey. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know if I wanna we'll watch see. that. <laughs> Plus, that
1: movie is just too bad to even sit through. Yeah, uh, like um, with um, even. Uh, like counting Kevin Spacey.
0: Yeah, but then what? What else are we gonna do? Fucking uh, Man of Steel. <laughs> we'll probably have to get to that at some point. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, e- no. eventually, probably. Here's the question, though: Are are we doing oh, the Snyder fuck. cut? <laughs> Are we going to do the Snyder Cut?
1: <laughs> I mean, we're definitely not doing it. In, I, I, see, that's the thing, because we'd have to do it. I wouldn't want to do more than one episode, but I don't want to watch that movie in, in one sitting. In one sitting, four and hours? And I don't want to talk about it in one
0: sitting. I, I don't know what I if, I... if I had to spend four hours of my day watching this I, movie... It's not worth it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, see, it man. would have to be a two-parter, because we'd have to just like figure out at what point in the movie we want to shut it off, which would be kind of hilarious. God, <laughs> I, it's going to be so ridiculous. I have to know what happens at this point. Like, I, I really do. It's, it's just going to be... It's going to be a CGI fucking soup of mess. It's going to be a giant (laughs)
1: meme. That's all it is. Like, after the whole We Live
0: in a Society trailer. Oh, my God. After that trailer, we kind of have to review it at that point. I know. It's going to be too bad for words. All right. So that's on the docket now, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. Hey, look on the bright side. We could go and read Grant Morrison's Justice League.
1: Okay, and that's a win. See? Yeah, we See? have to do this. That. That's See? the only like compensation. <laughs> it's the only freaking frick- way. See, oh. that's how I'll get you to do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's a compromise. <laughs> All right, so anyway, before without further ado, uh, we're going to get started on our content for today. As we've been doing with this series up to this point, we've been reviewing the movie first and then doing the comic, just because obviously, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the Star Wars movies came before the comics. Yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, Yeah. So that's what we're going to be starting with today. Uh. Like I said, we're going to be talking about Return of the Jedi, which this was a movie I didn't remember uh, as much as, because I talked about it. I think the movie I'd always re whenever I go back to watch these old ones is Empire. So that yeah. one I knew I remembered extremely well. Yep. New Hope was a little a little bit fresh for me, but still I've seen that one a decent amount of times. Mm-hmm. This one was the one I remembered the least. Like I remembered it decent enough, but God, is it way worse than I thought it was going to be.
1: It's a lot more Endor and Ewoks than I remembered. Oh, like I remembered more. the Ewoks like, end up being a crucial part and like save the day basically but i don't remember it being almost over half the movie oh no
0: it's like more th- that's literally the first place they go and they don't leave no they're yeah. only
1: on the on the fucking i mean uh, luke makes a quick stop at uh at Dagobah. Place, that doesn't yeah. count yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps cutting back to endor yep um oh my god yeah i, d- I had no idea how much of the movie was just the fucking yub yubs It's, like,
1: it's insane, because half the reason that he made that such an integral part was just for the branding and, like, uh, merchandise. Yeah. So, and, like, I always hear people shit on this movie, and
0: in my memory, I was like, it wasn't that bad. I remember the Ewoks, but that was just at the end they came in and were, like, little, like, cutie Ewoks. Yeah. Uh, And then, no, I was like, oh, my God, this really was annoying as hell. Like, they're, like, uh, Gungan lights. They were the first Gungans. Uh, yeah, I mean I, I don't Actually, know I take that back cuz the Gungans in, as a whole were not annoying. It was and, just Jar Jar. Oh, for sure, yeah. So I take that back. The Ewoks are pretty much always annoying.
1: Well, and well, they even got a freaking cameo with the
0: Gungans in the remaster? Yeah. Unfortunately, the Gungans <laughs> do show up in this movie, which is literally the last thing I expected. Ah uh, yeah, I, I did not know that. Cuz I was I haven't happen. seen I honestly I don't think I've seen the re-edited version of this movie. This because, might have been my first, yeah. Cuz I've seen the original Star Wars trilogy. I've seen those movies a lot, but I rewatched oh, yeah. them a lot like as a kid, like as yep. an early teenager. Major before these ones were released, yeah, for sure. So this all this like new shit where they cut to like Nabu and cut to Coruscant. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then we get the awesome musical part. Oh my god, yeah! Oh my god, how have we not <laughs> talked about this? Because actually, the the this movie starts out pretty strong, other than that part. Oh yeah, um, no, it's a great opening. So I think that's why maybe people remember this a little more fondly, or at least I'll speak for myself. Yeah, um, because the opening scene I remember always being badass, where like they go into Jabba's palace and kick his ass, and then like you know Leia kills him and they throw everyone else in the Sarlacc pit. I was like, that's dope.
1: Yep. And we um, even get
0: uh, like giant uh, practical
1: puppet Jabba, not CGI Jabba. Right.
0: Yeah. And like the, uh, that whole sequence is like, you know, uh, even Luke having all his powers, like they still keep the tension up, and, like with the rancor fight and everything. Yep. Um, so like it's a really good scene just as in a vacuum there. Oh, it's, yeah. Because like, it's just a, a cool rescue scene with Luke finally getting to like show off what he can do with his new fancy uh, green lightsaber. Oh, yeah. I get to pull it out. <laughs> um, I mean, Boba Fett kind of gets body, but who cares at this point? He wasn't really a character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that's a really cool scene. So when you go through to that and then go to the rest of the movie, that because literally the next place they go, like I said, is Endor. Oh, yeah. It's really disappointing. But then, yeah, there's that singing scene, which is just so, oh my God, that's a nightmare.
1: <laughs> if you guys I,
0: don't remember, if you haven't seen the re-edited version of this movie, there's literally yeah. like a five or six minute scene of these two CGI monstrosities with gigantic mouths just singing. It looks like it's like a It's Pixar just a musical movie. number. Like yeah. they
1: just stopped the movie to do this concert.
0: Yeah. Oh my
1: God. It's, it's egregious. Why does that happen? <laughs> like people had to sit down in a room and agree to like put that in the final cut multiple times
0: because that scene happens in the movie, but with like a puppet in the original. And yeah. then, Cause it, the scene is important to an extent because it shows like the pit. It yeah. sets up the pit being yeah, a for, sure. for Luke. Yep. Um, Cause the, the, the Twi'lek woman gets like thrown into it. And then you
1: get uh Artibus crumb. Is that it?
0: what's uh, his name oh uh fuck what's his name uh <laughs> <Jabba's Artemis> little- <laughs> crumb. that's close enough <laughs> that's close that's enough. That's not even
1: it might be a little bit close but it's that's something crumb not i can't it.
0: remember but god he's a little shithead yeah
1: i honestly think it's kind of funny but it's yeah it, it <laughs> he's literally pretty unnecessary <laughs> like i don't know why jabba just
0: doesn't eat him yeah he eats everything else in his vicinity <laughs> oh no but yeah so um so yeah, that seems pretty cool. And then yeah. we get to the fucking Ewok shit. Yeah, um, the Vader stuff. and Vader is actually m- the most interesting in this movie, I think.
1: Oh, for sure. In this
0: movie is like the first time he's actually like. Uh, it seems like uh, they told like the actor like, no, now you can start playing up like the regret. Yeah, because like Vader's completely different in this movie, where it's like he's just like trying to like talk to Luke, be like, no, go the easy way, or else you'll die. Like yeah. really trying to help him to an extent.
1: Yeah, and there was a lot more flashes of how it is in this comic run too, where he goes a lot more rogue. Where, yeah. like, because like when Luke mm-hmm. and Leia and Han are first getting to Endor, and like the 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 uh, Empire like unit sees that they're coming in, and then Darth Vader knows Luke is on that ship. Doesn't he's like, say anything. Yeah, he's yeah. like, no, I'll handle this myself. Like, don't do anything. Like, yep. just leave him.
0: Yeah, so so I, yeah, I think that's that that that's the part that works in this movie is oh, yeah. Darth Vader and Luke. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, that's not a large percentage of the movie. It's a good portion. It's about a third. It's not enough. Not enough. Um. It's not enough to outweigh the Ewoks. Yeah. Because because like Han Solo comes back and like Leia's being a badass, but then their mission is fucking. I have to defuse the door. Yeah. Like that's the that's the whole that's the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And then Chewie shows up in an AT-AT.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which whole, is awesome. But yeah, no, I mean that that there's a couple cool scenes that yeah. kind of work out. Oh, for sure. Um, um, but, but yeah, it's really disappointing when that's what it comes down to. And then it's like another Death Star. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like a um, half
1: finished Death Star. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I, overall, it's just a lot worse than I, I was remembering. I was having a really bad time watching this. I was like, is this over yet? Like there's it, so many just build up scenes on Endor just doing nothing before it even gets to the overly long, like door diffusing scene.
1: Well, and it just takes entirely too long for them to diffuse and like the situation with the Ewok cause they end up initially, they get basically captured by them and tied up and Han Solo is about to be roasted over a
0: fire and it's, it's supposed to be hilarious it's like empty drama yeah yeah and, and then there's like a whole t- 30 minute sequence where c-3po exactly is like the main character yeah Yeah. so
1: yeah the or who ends up defusing it ends up being c-3po because yeah. they basically just worship him as a god and yeah. they they play that out for like 20 25 minutes yeah just for the the fucking haha yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's, it's it's really too annoying.
1: Annoying. It's, it, like c-3po dominates way too much of the screen time in this movie
0: yeah, and there's, like, no character drama in this movie for anyone but Luke and Vader. Like, that's pretty much, it's their movie, and everyone else is just kind of hanging out.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, you do kind of get the hilarious, like, where a few parts throughout the movie, Han's, like, it's like, oh, I don't know if Leia, like, really likes me. She's still kinda, that. She that's still like kind of seems thing. interested in Luke, and then you get the yeah. whole scene where it's like, no, like, I love him, but it's not like that. He's my brother, and then you get the freaking the meme response face. eye roll yeah
0: <laughs> the moment he realized she passionately kissed her brother <laughs> um but yeah uh that that's what i was gonna say is like that's like is one like moment but that's more like a joke than it is it's a like joke, a, yeah. a plot it's point. just a bit yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they don't even do like a love triangle thing to <laughs> oh, their no. credit they could have done that it would have been yeah, really I mean, fucking annoying thank god <laughs> if, it, if it was just han like having a big misunderstanding like oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it would have gone farther, it would have got real yeah, weird. So just fucking tell him. It's one of those like fucking threes company misunderstandings. Right? Like, it's not at that point. Like, if two people know, it's over. Like, just yeah. tell everyone. And, like, Yoda, the Yoda parts are still pretty good. Yoda's, like, surprisingly, uh, like, he was one of the characters that surprised me the most rewatching these. I was like, damn, everything he says is, like, really interesting. I'm like, he was a great character.
1: Yeah, that's a great um, sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've actually read something cool where uh, George Lucas almost didn't do that scene. With, like, he didn't even originally plan for Luke to go back to uh, talk to Yoda, but then he was talking to, like, a family psychologist and said that, like, uh, that Luke, like, most kids in that situation wouldn't believe like that uh vader was their father if they only heard it from him like he would have they like in that situation kids would have to hear it from someone else to actually believe it so that's kind of a cool like uh that he actually threw that in there well and he
0: fucking promised to go back like come on luke yeah why wouldn't you yeah you
1: got the time dude
0: yeah yoda's just dying in bed like that little (laughs) brat he never came to visit (laughs) what a little
1: bitch (laughs) (laughs) leaving him to die alone on the planet yeah
0: so um it's just, uh, this is a movie I don't see myself rewatching watching uh, unless I have to, unless I do it for, talk about it on some other podcast or something, like, I, I, it's just not f- fun to revisit. Like, New Hope was, like, not the best movie, but there, it was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot, like, being set up there, and, like, every scene kind of drives something forward. Yep. Um, I mean, Empire's the, we don't need to talk about that, that movie's great. Yeah, um, yeah. But this one just had nothing driving it forward other than Luke and that and Vader, and that all happened at the end, so mm. it's like, whatever. Yep. Yeah, like um, the
1: first 20 minutes are great, and then the few scenes with Luke and Vader are great, like mm-hmm. Palpatine and all of that. But then, yeah, the,
0: and just way too much Ewoks, obviously. Lots of X-Wing pilots not knowing how to dance. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing like Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about that. All right, but that'll uh, that'll be it for the movie section here. We're going to be moving on to finish this uh, Darth Vader run. Uh, where we left off, we kind of skipped over an event that happened because it was like a big crossover event with the Star Wars book. And we talked about it a little. We talked about it a little bit. Um, but just to set up where that kind of left things, because uh, we basically where we left things was Dr. Afra had been captured because of that event by the rebels uh, and just kind of, like, hidden away somewhere. Vader doesn't know where she went. Yeah. Uh, and Vader was uh, betrayed by uh, Silo, who is, like, the Emperor's, like, you know, his new best friend. mm um, And because Silo has all these, like, uh, machines and, like, androids and just people that he's trained as part of his suicide squad uh, (laughs) that we learned about in the first arc. Yeah. And uh, one of them was the Mon Calamari uh, General Grievous guy. Uh, And in that event, uh, Vader killed him after he found out he betrayed him. And then now he was going to go after Silo next. So that's kind of where we uh, pick up things. Uh, uh, This whole arc uh, is kind of about it's kind of just dis- I think this arc wasn't I didn't enjoy it as much as the last arc I mean the ending few issues are really good the way yeah, they close out the run for sure um those are really good in fact um, but this arc this uh what they call the it show the, Turin the show war. Turin war was not my favorite yeah but only because they took the character I was the the most hyped about uh, is suddenly gone yep um, with uh, Thanoth with Thanoth yeah because he was the one who was creating all the tension in that arc for me yep um, and in this arc he's just gone until he, all of a sudden he reappears again and then is gone just as quickly which yeah which really disappointing they basically
1: just kind of ditch him and then add that time with the whole show turn con- like this like conflict between these two pl- uh, planets or whatever
0: and, and honestly that part's not even that I think that part's no, kind of it's interesting, pretty interesting. interesting it's cool yeah. seeing how the Empire just like leverages these planets oh for sure yeah um, the part that I think is not as interesting as I just don't think Silos as good of his antagonist no. as Thanos was. He's not even close. Not even close. like in no part do I f- really feel threatened by Silo or any of his like fucking henchmen here. No, like, not at, at all. Every turn they're like, "I've betrayed you, Vader," and he's like, "I don't care. Like, I, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I planned on that." Yeah, there's like so there's like no tension with Thanoth. that really felt like he could like outsmart Vader, and yeah. he actually Vader could be surprised by him. Yeah, he was actually almost like an equal match. Right. So without. Being able to feel threatened by these people who are like behind Vader, like about to backstab him, it takes a lot of the tension out of it for me. Mm-hmm. I think I, I will give. Uh, oh, to get the creative team out here. I don't want to skip over the creative team before yeah. we get too far. Uh, written as uh, the run has been by Kieran Gillen, uh, art by Salvador Laraca, uh, colors by Edgar Delgado. Uh, we have letters by V.C.'s Joe Caramanga, uh, and there's actually a couple covers by Mark Brooks, who's a, uh, one of my favorite artists. He's really Oh, nice. Um, and so the, the first issue, this number 16, opens up with one of those Mark Brooks covers, and it's dope. Oh, yeah, it's a great cover. Yep. Um, I wanted to call it the creative teams I was about to mention. I do think the pencils have gotten a little bit better as this run has gone on. I still for have sure, problems yeah. with some of the action scenes. Yeah, definitely. like I don't think that problem has gone away, but I think the pencils as a whole, like even honestly, even on some of the movie characters, yeah, Anakin looked pretty good. Yeah, Padme looked yeah. pretty good. Yeah, Obi Wan looked better. pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was I was surprised. I was like, and it makes sense. The more you draw these characters, the better at it you're going. Oh get. yeah, for sure. Um, so I do think it is it's improved. And like honestly, a lot of the uh, backgrounds and kind of just like scenery things like always look really really good like the ATAT looks amazing all the Star Destroyers look great yeah it's um, a big improvement anytime that like scale has to be drawn that's always really good yep Um. so I just wanted to call out some of that as well because there are a lot of positive things I noticed rereading uh this last arc here at least um because I mean there's a couple cool uh, really cool images too that happen like this planet that that uh uh, vader's going to to try to stop the rebellion is basically like a lava planet that's like all about mining like rare minerals yep um and so they have some pretty cool fucking like star wars things here there's a, like a submarine spaceship that comes out of the lava that the rebels have that are they're going to use it as like their big gambit to just try to take out vader yeah it's like a Um, submersible lava boat yeah it looks really fucking cool it almost looks like it looks like a black manta helmet almost but like a submarine yeah kind of um it's really fucking cool and like vader has to like jump onto the ship himself and like take it out it's a really cool sequence Uh, and so like a lot of these parts I, i i was kind of interested in just like the politics of it but then whenever we cut to like this this silo stuff i'm just like not that intimidated because they have like these two jedi who are like not Jedi yeah um, who are like trying to play Vader and he's just constantly like uh, like I don't really care like you're not a you have nothing with the force. I'm not being tricked by anything you're saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's all pretty underwhelming for a lot of
0: like the se- like the scenes between the antagonists that they play throughout. Because like honestly, the, um, the scariest people in this comic when they're played for antagonists are Triple uh, Zero. Oh, for
1: uh, sure. Yeah, honestly, in this arc, Triple Zero shines like a, like one of the
0: biggest. Oh, for all. sure. I was digging him <laughs> a, a lot of this arc because definitely because especially at the part later on when he like goes evil against Afro, like it's really fucking scary. Oh that yeah, because definitely. <laughs> no, like this is what it's like to be on the opposite end of this. Yep. Um. And there's a really cool part too, where he's like left in charge of like the defense with these uh, like battle droids, like from like Phantom Menace that yeah. he's been left with. Yep. And it's kind of implied that he outfits the droids with some kind of like blood sack and yeah. syringes that allows them to take the blood of their enemies and become organic androids yep <laughs> it's like fucking he goes to Vader, He's like can I do this can I make them organic blood-sucking vampire androids
1: yeah Vader gets pissed he's like
0: absolutely not He's like, like of course I do won't that. do it and it's played really well because literally by the end of this run you don't know for sure if he did it or not yeah but it kind of seems like he did it definitely does because uh, the androids just seem a little more fearsome and everyone's kind of just like, running in fear from them and he's like I didn't do anything I was told not to of course yeah they're (laughs) certainly not like overly enjoying this right so i'm like oh shit that's a really funny character like in a in a sick way oh yeah um but yeah so the the two uh, jedi people from uh that uh that silo has turn on him and uh and actually one of them turns on the other which was pretty brutal he just like pushes her into the lava yeah she gets Um, the
1: anakin treatment
0: Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's literally what it was. It's yeah. fucking brutal because like it's it's kind of like how they I've heard this uh, like is this like a disturbing fact you can learn about like lava is that you don't sink in oh, lava oh you float on top yes that's yeah. what happens to her so it's a fucking yep. brutal yeah yeah because Vader just like uh, uses that as leverage and then once she agrees to tell him what she knows he pulls her out of the lava yeah and he's like I'll end it quickly just tell me what I need to know and he and she gives him like the memory chip and he's like all right yeah he's like, yeah it hurts <laughs> I've been there Foof. yep. Because, like, that fight was kind of – and that's the thing – that's the problem I kind of have is, like, that was a really – what should have been, like, a really good, like – it's basically, like, five pages of that issue. It's oh, yeah. all just action. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lightsaber fights are just – I wonder I, – I need to see another artist do a lightsaber fight because I'm wondering if it's maybe just a thing that is hard to translate to a comic book. I can't – Well, like- okay. So here's a – a weird thing so and
1: in issue 25 mm-hmm. I didn't look it up but like did they have extra artists on that issue because we'll, we'll there's, a, se- there's there, a sequence at the end where they kind of go like experimental or like something that they hadn't done throughout the whole route with a like a lightsaber action sequence and oh. it,
0: I thought it was kind of cool do you mean with the Rancor when it like goes red is that what you're talking about because I remember that one
1: Uh, no there's a co- oh, there's bad. one where it's uh,
0: like a lightsaber battle oh between two lightsabers yeah. okay gotcha yeah we'll, we'll uh, get there when we get there I'll yeah. see if we, there was maybe another or if it was just done differently for sure um but yeah, i'll have to see read like another star wars book and see if like another artist like makes that more appealing because honestly i've never seen a book that does like a straight up sword fight that's necessarily super satisfying i take that back there's a really good one in lazarus okay um which is a book by greg rucka uh michael lark does the art on that one but he's like one of my favorite action artists so like i think yeah. it can be done but i think it's really challenging there's
1: there's definitely some in uh seven soldiers yeah. Like th- th- I think uh, specifically J.H. Williams. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah get, Which, I, obviously. I
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have to see because I honestly, I, I don't think the lightsabers look how I'd like them to in this book either. To they me, look they always pretty just bland, like, yeah. they look like very, just like not there it looks like almost like a hologram which I they guess look is like what they are they but, look like toys kind of like and i maybe that's a thing again that's hard to translate to like on paper yeah. because like in a movie it kind of just like shimmers and glows and kind of like fades like on the background like in kind of like almost like a blur
1: yeah maybe i feel like there's to, a
0: better balance though there's got to be a there might be a better way to do it but yeah for some reason like the lightsabers never like look that great to me in this book mm-hmm um, but then, ooh, the, the really good twist uh, that got me really hyped was Vader goes back to his ship after dealing with this rebellion, and uh, who's on the phone but uh, Thanoth himself. Yep. And not only that, but he comes on the phone and he's like, uh, Inspector Thanoth here, I found your girl, I suspect it's time we had a talk. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's finally it's finally going down. Um, it wraps up a lot more quickly than I would have hoped. I would have rather kind of spend more time on this than the the whole silo stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's really dope, when the, the issue that we get here with Vader going down to talk to Thanoth about it. Um, before he goes down, he actually has kind of an interesting conversation with uh, the, um, the Emperor that I thought was kind of cool, where the Emperor actually kind of acknowledges why there's so few, like, Sith and Jedi that they're training, which is something I never knew.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd always kind of known it was something like that, but the way they break it down, or the way Gillen breaks it down in this, like, uh, See, an interaction between the two is really cool.
0: Yeah, because he basically explains like the reason why they don't like have Sith academies and mm-hmm. like train like Sith like uh, by the hundreds is because the more like power that all these people have, it's, they're just going to like cannibalize each other. Yeah, because like, it's the dark side, so it's like if you're su- a super powerful like you know evil mage, you're going to start you know attacking all the other evil mages. So
1: yeah, and you don't want other
0: evil mages using that power like you want it all to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So if if your whole thing is like I, it's mine, it's mine, then why wouldn't you just have one? apprentice to take because you don't want it like you're going to die one day you know that so you don't yeah. want it to be gone forever but yep. train one person and keep a very close eye on them that's always been the strategy which i found was was pretty interesting it makes a lot of sense given yeah. how they describe the dark side for sure um because they even he even mentions like some of them by name he talks about like darth maul and he's like that one was a loss that was unfortunate
1: mm-hmm.
0: um because i think that was like one of his first ones that he mentions here um, there's a couple that I don't recognize. They might be like from the Clone Wars show, or maybe from the extended the books universe, or something. Yeah, yeah, from the books, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, Vader has a good response to all of this, and he says like, you know, I've had all these apprentices, and now uh, Silo, you know, he was just one more apprentice, and he's like, "Surely you understand, Vader." And Vader has a sassy response, but one that actually works really well. And he's like, "Oh, I understand perfectly, like uh, Emperor. Like, if uh, if they had bested me in that combat, you would be giving the same exact speech to them. Like, yep. I'm not special." but I'm power, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm here. And he's like, yes, you are. Great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't really give a shit about that. Like, I just want the power. Right.
0: And so he's like, yeah, Vader, I guess. Sure. Yeah, you're power. Go get him, buddy. <laughs> right. Uh, but Thanos basically goes to this planet to meet Vader, and he's kind of going in knowing that he's not going to be leaving this planet, which like it makes this uh, this last interaction between them have a lot of weight. Like, they, yeah. like, the last couple lines he has are all, like, fucking hit really hard. Because he's like, you know... Cut the crap, Vader. Like with the lightsaber, I'm not afraid of you. Like I know how exactly how this is going to go and how this is going to end. So yeah. like you, we can cut the crap and just cut to the chase here. And he basically tells him like I know you're going to kill me for this information, but at the same time, I can't let you go down because he he's literally doing this in a way selfishly. I mean, granted, he's doing it for an evil empire. So not yeah, really, I don't <laughs> know how you just really describe that? Yeah, What's it's evil, selfish. Because you're not doing it is selfish because you're not doing it for yourself. But but man, I guess he's doing it for something really bad. Yeah, I
1: guess it's just faith in a bad cause. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: But yeah, he's basically, uh, for lack of a better word, selflessly kind of just like giving himself up for the Empire here. Yeah. Because he's saying like Palpatine is weak, like the Empire will fall under him. So I need to do anything I can to strengthen your rule and make you strong. Mm-hmm. And if that involves me giving you your mole and then letting me die just to cover your own ass, then do it yeah let's do it quickly though because like you got to do other shit yeah, he's you, like you i gotta...
1: i promise i'll be quiet if you let me live but like i i'm sure you're gonna have to kill me <laughs> right
0: <laughs> uh and his last line is, is pretty badass here the last thing he says like after he's gotten everything he wants to say out he says uh like just knowing the last thing he hasn't said is Aphra's location so he can't kill him until then so yep. he he's able to say whatever he wanted to and the last thing he says is uh she's on the uh the Cosmantic steeps it's been a pleasure working with you, Anakin. And like, <laughs> I don't even know what his response to that was, because obviously you can't see his face, but the first he just yeah. kills
1: him. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it, even it, say a instantly. word. Instantly.
0: But I just thought that was a, a pretty crazy moment where he's like, yeah, I'm just going to call him Anakin this time. Right. Like, yeah, no, that part was really cool. Yeah. So Thanoth, such a really good fucking character, man. I I don't know. The way he's written is so fucking cool. He's such a good villain.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, comics are obviously... Uh, flexible, but I don't know what his fate is in the future. But it like they kind of leave it open with how it's
0: it plays out in the art. But yeah, who knows? He's I probably mean, if dead. Darth Maul can get cut in half and thrown into a bottomless well and live, come on, yeah, <laughs> like it's not a stretch. Bring back robot Thanoth.
1: right? Or just give him like a badass scar or something. Sure.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, we find out that Afra's been laying low on this just like outer rim planet called the uh, the the t- Cosmetanic uh, Steeps. Is it um, steeps or steps? Steps? I don't know. It's, step, it's S-T-E-P-P-E-S. Could be steps. It's fancy steps. I uh, I don't know how to say words a lot of times. <laughs> uh, but they're on this planet, and uh, the it, Vader's kind of turned her droids against her, which is fucking scary, because one of them's a fucking murder bot, and one of them's a torture bot. Yeah. So those are <laughs> bad enemies to make all of a sudden. Yeah, it's a bad tale to have on And here. so she's laying low on this planet, like, doing okay, but the two droids go and question this... Uh, um, this older Tweelik man and get the location out of him. And Afro like just gets enough notice to like take cover. Uh, after they literally go and kill like everyone who's yeah, in this town, they just blow it up basically. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of she's smart. She realizes immediately. She's like, "What's your prime directive? Like, tell me exactly what the objective is, so we can help you get there as soon as possible, so you can stop killing everybody." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, if you don't surrender, we're supposed to go in guns blazing." And she's like, "Oh, I surrender." Yeah. And like. <laughs> Ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Taking all
1: the fun out of it.
0: Right, so that's why I don't know. These droids are just like interesting. I'm not. They're just fun to read about. It's oh like, yeah,
1: and <laughs> it, it, it's it's a nice like kind of like just putting in little bits. Like it's, th- it's very dark
0: humor, but I like it. Right? no, me too. Um, <laughs> I like it a lot. The the thing is too, I think that makes it even funnier is the fact that when you're reading this, you 100 percent are reading it in that C3PO voice. Oh, oh, 100%. that's what makes it fucking hilarious. To me. <laughs> oh, that, that's like half of the funny. I'm about to torture you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 100 percent in that voice. (laughs) Um, but yes she's really smart she realizes like i can save all these people people's lives just by like i surrender shit okay prime directive achieved yeah um and then she realizes she just has to last long enough to again get them to achieve what is technically their next objective which is deliver them to the stormtroopers Yep. um so as soon as that's technically achieved she's smart she knows that's when they go back to being my droids because that was the mission that they got Yep. so as long as she can last until that moment then she gets her murder bop back. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool sequence. Yeah, it's, it's it's really, really dope when you see that happen. Silo's minions, like the one of them that puts up the best fight is the, uh, the one with all like, the uh, the sensor droids. Yeah. Like the no eyes, like the scientist. Yep. Um, I, and again, but even that is like, it wasn't doing that much for me because they just kept talking a bunch of shit. And I'm sitting here like, there's not really any tension here because you're, you're throwing like a rancor at him. I'm like... Okay. yeah she throws like a cyborg rancor at him I'm like great yeah oh no how's he gonna defeat it he ends up stabbing it in the head yeah he literally that's really shocking <laughs> yeah cause she's like
1: oh uh, like the interface is connected to the Nani and then he's like oh okay and he just throws his lightsaber into a certain part of its head and it just dies instantly yeah I'm like oh the, sec- <laughs> this,
0: the secret weakness to your rancor was it can't get stabbed in the head yeah <laughs> oh shit what's this fucking Sith Lord gonna do the fatal flaw <laughs> And like her final words are like, I'll live on immortal in science. I'm like, for what? Yeah, he just straight bodies
1: her. Because then after he kills the Rancor, he's like, it's all right. I still have my little bots. And then he just uses the force to turn them around and then (laughs) shoot the lasers at herself.
0: I'm like, who's going to remember you? What did you do? This is the Star (laughs) Wars universe. Have you seen the shit they have? Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty underwhelming. Like Darth Vader is like a robot man. He's more impressive. Oh, (laughs)
1: absolutely. A robot man with the force. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so he kills the Rancor, kills her, and then Aphra gets away by basically getting the droids to default back to her as their owner. Yeah. Um, and then gets away. Uh, she has a clever plan. She actually goes straight to the Emperor. Um, like, straight to the Emperor. Yeah. Like, right to <laughs> his room. Like, it's like, hello, Emperor. Guess who I am? <laughs> I've got news. Yeah, and literally just, like, spills the beans. Like, gives him everything. Like, tells him everything that her invader have been doing, everything. Just ho- thinking... This is maybe the best way for me to be alive is just to be a snitch at this point. Yeah. Uh, And as a side uh, side effect, like if there's any chance that he's okay with it, maybe Vader, uh, maybe it clears the air. Maybe Vader's in a better spot for it. Maybe then he'll spare me. Yeah. Even then, my chances aren't great. But (laughs) yeah, it's what I got. It's the only card yeah uh afra and this are kind of reminded like she she kind of gave me vibes of like uh walter white and breaking bad just like acting super super bold on the hopes that it'll be just enough that you'll live yeah but also like if you fuck up even a little bit you're just gonna die
1: yeah it's a lot of leap of face yeah We're, like walking a very tight rope
0: yeah it's just like you know don't go meekly if you're like if you're backed against the wall you gotta act bold and do something yeah. fucking insane for sure so like i think that's what makes her a really like fun character is like she could literally do anything at any moment, like, if she thinks it's going to give her even a chance of getting out of this. Yeah, the way she caps off this run is insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing that I like am re- rereading this about things to talk about and like all the stuff with like Silo and his like minions going down. I'm like, I don't want to. I have nothing to say about it. It just Honestly, happens.
1: The the last one is pretty hilarious. Where oh, it's like the, the dude stool. Yeah, the dude who betrayed <laughs> his like sister. Like that one is kind of funny. Je- like it it's set up like so extreme where like it, it looks great. Like the the background planet, yeah, well, and all the good. stars. Like it looks awesome, and it's like literally dude in a space like mech suit uh, like fighting outside the spaceship, and then his body. <laughs> literally does like a backflip to avoid uh lightsaber swipe lands on a beam and darth vader just force pu- pushes him off the
0: ship and that's it it's just,
1: like it's so like, what did you think
0: you were gonna do man yeah
1: like you're moving half as slow or half as fast like you are gonna get bodied
0: yeah it's just i, I just i'm skipping past it because i'm like th- and then that, that's what happens like he fights yeah. a person but like there's nothing interesting to break down there there's
1: absolutely no moment where it seems like he's not gonna win
0: yeah um like overall, I think this run has been really enjoyable for a few reasons, because of the intrigue of good dialogue and uh, characters with unpredictable motivations. I think Afra, Vader, and Thanos all gave us a lot of that. Oh yeah. Um. Some of the uh, Palpatine to a small extent, he's a little bit predictable for me. Yeah. Um. uh, And
1: Palpatine, like even from the movies, was always
0: just kind of a right, just a whisperer character, Um, not really imposing. Those three have carried a lot of this book so far. Thanos, at least for one arc. Yeah. Um. And so I think that's what's really driving it. So these parts that are with like him just doing action scenes against these like wannabe Jedi like suicide squad are just that's the weakest part for me, just in my opinion. Yep, for sure. Um. But yeah. So Afra goes to um to. Oh, actually, there is one cool part in that sequence with Silo, though, because he goes to Silo to kill him, and uh, we we had gotten before. I don't think we mentioned it yet on the podcast, but Silo was the one who designed uh, Vader's suit,
1: mm-hmm. like the
0: cybernetics that kept him alive. Yeah, uh, and so he, he's brought that up a couple times. And so when Vader goes to fight Silo, the first thing he does is just hit a little button on his remote to shut down the suit. Yeah, and Vader <laughs> just like is stuck and he can't move. Yeah, and he says like I've had this button the whole time. Like I was just fucking with you. Yeah, like, um, I didn't want to use it, but this is the, the, which like, is actually had, it's kind of it's like the first like really intimidating moment for for silo that he's had so far where i'm like oh shit like he he's kind of a badass
1: yeah um, and it was still kind of underwhelming because just he, he it's
0: you, just a button that's that the shuts thing him down i was about to, i was about to say <laughs> that it's yeah. like we, you as soon as you get that moment and the issue ends because the issue ends right there. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But then when I like stopped for a second, I was like, oh, but why can't he just use the force? Yeah. And that ends up being the solution. That's what happens. Yeah. So I'm like, oh.
1: I mean, we do get a cool like inner like it's mo- a good like, dialogue
0: uh, flashback with him. But yeah, yeah, it is a good character moment because there's a cool flashback. Yeah, where Vader's like fighting Obi. Or sorry, uh, Anakin. I yeah. should say is fighting Obi Wan like back on that lava planet from uh, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith. And uh, Obi Wan's like, "Is this what I should do?" And just picks up Anakin and throws him in the lava, which didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, Obi Wan's like, "Is this what you wanted?" And Vader's like, "It would have worked out better for you." And then like he comes out of the lava as Vader. Yep. Um, yeah, that like, that part looks great. Yeah, it's kind of it's a heavy moment too because it's almost like Vader just being like, "Why didn't you just kill me, Obi Wan? Like, yep. why didn't you just fucking end it there? Because yeah. like, look what I've become. Yeah, like, you're an asshole for not killing me. Yeah, and so like he goes in the dream, he just kills Obi Wan again. He's like, "Fuck you!" And then after he does that, his younger self comes in, Anakin, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You killed him. Like, and like that's the truth. He killed him. Yeah, like in real life. Yeah, not real life, but <laughs> in real Star Wars life.
1: So yeah, and then this this was the page I was talking about too." Yeah, or the page after that. Oh, the lightsaber fight, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, right.
0: This one is done a little bit differently. This one is cool because they have like little silhouettes. Yeah, it's like um, red silhouettes like kind of imposed through the panels. This is exactly what we talked about. You're right. This, yep. I, I uh, forgot about this, but this is a lot better because you get the progression because there's like a little panel here where you see Anakin step off Yeah, and then that's when he, when he jumps in. It makes that feel more satisfying mm-hmm. and then you get like these little panels of just like their silhouettes like doing different lightsaber flourishes. Yep. That's a lot better than the other lightsaber fights or like any of the lightsaber action we've gotten so far oh absolutely yeah and like even when he forced pulls anakin like over his head like even that like the progression of that i could see easily being confusing but that plays pretty well too yeah it's, it's leagues better
1: yeah yeah And what did you think of when he pulls out the i am well accustomed to killing children line oh yeah <laughs> I was like weird flex, dude. Yeah, like that that seems even a little bold for Vader, but I mean okay.
0: Yeah, I mean he's not wrong, but weird yeah. flex. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's uh it's an interesting line.
0: I mean if Anakin's one thing, I mean he's an edge lord, let's be honest.
1: That's very true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um but then yeah, predictably Vader gets out of the um the trap by using the force, which is like the first thing you would think he would probably do. So
1: But again, good. Yeah, character to get moment, out so. he basically has to like or, like, hallucinate him, like, choking Padme to death.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised he even had to do that, but I'm glad the scene is there because it's one of the better scenes. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's soul. like he's killing off the last part of, like, Anakin and himself. Like, it's, it's kind of... Oh, oh it's, right, it's, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I like oh, that part Oh, for sure, yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
1: But, yeah, what's actually happening, It like, it's, from Silo's perspective, it's, it's still pretty lame. Yeah, it's
0: just the, uh, the tension of it isn't really there. Yeah. Uh, of, like, the, the actual situation, because, like, for, no, for not even a second do you think that he's actually in danger? Oh, no. I mean, even ignoring the super obvious reasons of, like, he can't die. <laughs> but, <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, um, like we mentioned, Aphra was was with the Emperor kind of spilling the beans. So when Vader goes back the instant like the second he gets back he's in front of the emperor who's just like well 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 like you've been busy vader yeah and he's like uh uh what i didn't do, you do anything oh uh, but the emperor just like predictably is like you've done very well i'm very proud of you like yeah. that's all he ever says it's like it's
1: all i ever wanted
0: <laughs> like i'm pretty sure vader could like throw him out of a window and then just be like later bitch and he's like i'm so proud of you i'm
1: so happy you're bad <laughs> uh, my boy <laughs>
0: Like, if nothing else, he, he's an uh, unconditionally loving father here. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, as long as there's hate involved, for sure. Yes. As
0: long as you have hate in your heart, he will love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's like, yeah, you've been backstabbing people, betraying things, covering them up, murdering people. A boy after my own heart. <laughs> right. Um, and so uh, Afra's like, see, it worked out great. Like, this was my plan. Mm-hmm. Don't kill me. Right and uh it's it's really brutal like he even he goes like takes her straight to the air yeah this
1: part was actually like kind of rough to really like and, like dr afro like really sells it
0: yeah yeah that's what i mean it's like going back you realize it's acting but yeah, yeah. It, it does like feel real because like the because she had a line earlier where she's like i know you are probably gonna kill me at some point i just asked to just do the lightsaber it's yeah. pretty quick I'll, I'll like it that way um, well even
1: hindsight it's still pretty terrifying like yeah she's got a semi plan, but it, there's no guarantee she's going to live still. Right.
0: And so, yeah, he just puts her in the airlock, and she's just, like, banging on the door. Uh, and then, yeah, pushes her out and just assumes, like, yep, yeah, Aphra's gone. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, it just shows, like, yeah, there, there was... This book, almost, like... They were in the book together, working together as a team. But I think this was just to show, like, they were never... Friends, colleagues, anything
1: like this is how you should have ex- expected it. That yeah, end, it was yeah. never
0: going to end any other way. Like Vader is a ruthless bastard, and like he was never like had any kind of like semblance of compassion for this woman.
1: Yeah, and what ends up being key, like Afra even calls it out. She's like, "Yeah, I I knew he wasn't
0: going to give me the lightsaber. Like he's too much of a dick for that." Yep. And <laughs> so, it it <laughs> bites him in the ass, being yeah. a predictable asshole. Because yep. Afra is able to predict that and get her friends to pull her in. Uh, like Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy just tracked her in the body and bring it into the the ship and save her. Oh yeah. Um. And so yeah, uh, Afra gets to live. Thank goodness.
1: Yeah. Which I mean <laughs> is impossible, but yeah, I'll definitely roll with it because she's well, awesome. Well, she, She's
0: got like cybernetics and stuff. So oh, true. Yeah. I'll roll with it. Yeah. For Star sure. Wars logic. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um. So yeah. So I, I think that is where I, I might be wrong, but I think right from there you can pick it up and. Uh... Oh my God! You notice realized what. Oh wait, there actually is a guest artist on this last issue. This sequence at the end with Afra floating through space is actually from uh, uh Max Fiumara. He's a uh, Hellboy artist. These last oh, couple really? pages, yeah. Oh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then there there's
0: uh Oh, Dave
1: Stewart did the colors on the that last part too with the Gungan. Yeah, because they were or not Gungan, but uh, the Tuscan
0: Raiders. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because there's a part at the end too with the Tuscan Raiders yeah. basically like swear their revenge on Darth Vader. Yeah, there's
1: a coda. It's awesome too. Like it they basically like start like this huge like Tribe plot to like kill Vader, and then there's this awesome like cave painting of Darth Vader's, like, and like the red lightsaber flames everywhere. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool sequence, yeah. It's
0: pretty cool. So, I'm wondering, like, that's got to set up for that's something that comes yeah, after this. there has got to be yeah. an awesome, like, I, I, I'm guessing they just like th- I don't think this run actually ended. I think this is just where they relaunched the book because Marvel does that all the fucking time, especially oh, yeah. uh, in 2015. They were doing that all the time.
1: I really hope it's a thing because I want to see a
0: Wicker Man Darth Vader.
1: Oh, right, like, that looks <laughs> awesome.
0: Uh, no, I'm almost positive because Marvel, all the time, especially in the mid 2000s like to when the book wasn't selling well just be like oh it's uh restarting at number one because number one issues always sell well yeah yeah. Uh, so it's just a cheap tactic to even though the book was basically still continuing to just call it number one yep um which would just confuse the hell out of new readers because they're jumping in halfway to the story i know i was gonna (laughs) say yeah that's rough (laughs) so it's it's just a bad way to do things all around they're getting a little better with it lately but okay uh yeah still not great Um, so yeah, I think the Vader run was really, uh, I think everybody, uh, who likes Star Wars would get a kick out of reading this. I think definitely, um, especially if you like, you know, just reading about just like ruthless assholes. (laughs) Um, this kind (laughs) of reminded me of like when we read, uh, new Avengers with all the Illuminati, just reading about a bunch of really smart assholes for sure. There's something satisfying about it. Just seeing like how they scheme and how they fuck people over. I'm like, Oh shit. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It creates some cool heists Mm -hmm. and like cool. Uh, fight sequences. I, I really
0: hope Thanoth comes back. Nobody spoil it for me, but I really hope he does. I mean with um, like
1: with how they uh like let Afro live and all. I mean although
0: you s- got to Afra see Afro was Afra a living. wildly popular character For though. sure, yeah. Afro was never going to die. Oh yeah, that's um, true. Like I honestly I have a feeling show Yeah, be.
1: so like if they if they let Afro live, they probably didn't let Thanoth live.
0: Yeah, I don't think Thanoth was a wildly popular character necessarily because he's just kind of like an antagonist. Yeah, I mean he'd never like, get it, like his own book or anything, Oh no, but, but, yeah. but he should like be a reoccurring like character in that at least that, up until he died, I, I guess. Yeah, he but. should. It'd be cool if he was still a figure like in that universe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they can. If there's ever going to be a moment again where they can rebuild that tension that he had. True. Yeah. Oh yeah. If there's sure. ever anyone who just needs, if you ever need a ruthless, cold bastard investigator, that's who I want to see in that role. Exactly, because <laughs> like
1: he wouldn't be able to. If he did live, he wouldn't be able to go back to the Empire. He'd have to go rogue and just like join some like rogues or bounty mm-hmm. hunters or something.
0: Yeah, he was like a, an evil version of uh, Daniel Craig in Knives Out. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the take I got from him. Still like, haven't seen that. That's I know, a crime. You're gonna, I, know that's I need a to watch crime. it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end this podcast so Eric can go upstairs and watch Night. Yeah, Out I know I need to watch it. I really want to watch it. I just
1: haven't got the time yet. So
0: yeah, Ryan Johnson, Star Wars. There's a connection there. A segue. Yeah, true. Uh, anyway, that so next week what we're gonna be doing is uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch by yep. uh issues uh, one through twelve. We'll be mixed, cutting that in half uh, over two weeks, and then finally talking about uh, Wandavision. Uh, yeah. We haven't talked about that in detail yet so we'll be finally breaking that down so join us next week for that Good oh back. yes